Sunday. It's C. Welcome to episode 20. Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining me today. Whether you're choosing to tune in in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, I hope you've had an opportunity to really take a moment to be grateful for the day that we've been given. Happy Devotion Series! This is technically going into the first week of December, so we are starting with our December mini-series that is all about devotion. We start this December mini-series with today's episode on being devoted to your process. We will move on to being devoted to your journey. The third mini-series episode will be being devoted to your dreams. And the last episode of the season this year will be about being devoted to your legacy. When we talk about process, we're going to be talking about how you do what you do. When we talk about journey, we'll be talking about the story that you weave that becomes your life. When we talk about your dreams, we'll be talking about your boundless visions for your life. And when we talk about legacy, we'll be discussing what you leave behind for the world. This series is an important one for us all and a spectacular collection of conversations for our youth. So invite a younger spirit into the room for the entire month to join you for these four upcoming episodes. Let's talk real. Let's move on to tell me something good. Let's start with my What's Wonderful recap. I would just like to say, again, happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving, and happy just holiday bliss. We're rolling into my favorite time of the year. I love the music. I love the family moments. I love all the food associated with the upcoming weeks. And it's just a wonderful time. And I wish the whole year felt this way. And I tell myself that it could if every single person really took power and control over making their corner of the universe a magical place. In further news, I got my wisdom teeth removed, all four of them. I was IV sedated last Monday at 8 a.m., and I was down for the count most of this past week, including Thanksgiving. I had a wonderful time with my boyfriend's family up in Pennsylvania, but I was totally out of it. Happy to say I'm starting to feel more like myself. It is absolutely a weird sensation to not have these four wisdom teeth in my mouth anymore, but I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there and I'm happy to be here. In other news, I had an amazing conversation with my brother a couple days ago about the things that he's working on right now creatively, and it really just set me in a wonderful headspace in terms of just thinking about what my next creative projects are and what the potential collaborations can be. Both of us are poets, and we are really excited for the future work that we have that might overlap and intersect. So cheers to that, and... Last but certainly not least in my What's Wonderful recap, I had the beautiful, wonderful, inspiring privilege to see one of my oldest and dearest friends perform on Broadway yesterday. Last night was amazing. I traveled up to New York just for a quick 24-hour trip with my lovely boyfriend and stayed with some family I have out on Long Island. And we trekked into the city to see a musical called Dear Evan Hansen. If you have not heard of this show, please take a moment to check it out, Google it, check out the website, 
see what's happening. See if it's a story you feel like you're interested in taking the time to go see. It is a story for everyone. It's a beautiful production. The music is so moving. I cannot wait to own the music to this show. I cannot wait to have it at my fingertips and at my disposal. And one of my dearest, oldest, and closest friends is an actor in this, in this production that is on Broadway now. His name is Will Rowland. Look him up. He's a spectacular human being. The show was amazing. I had an opportunity to see it last summer in D.C. It is already on Broadway, and it has already had such a big impression on the audiences that have had an opportunity to see it. So if you're a theater goer, put this on your list. You don't want to miss this piece. Today's toast. Today's toast goes out to any young student leaders that are listening today, whether you are a student leader amongst your elementary school community, middle school, high school, college, university. If you are someone who is in a position of leading others as a student, I want to let you know right now in this moment that you are such a key player in your community. Whether you are the captain of a sports team or a dance captain or a cheer captain or a senior in your school's production of a show, whether you are leading a student group that has a political focus or a political mission, a religious focus or a religious mission, an artistic mission, no matter, if you were a student leader responsible for leading others and building communities, I want you to know that you are a key player in making the world around you a better place. And today I want to remind you that you have to continue believing in your voice. I want to remind you to be impeccable with your words. I want to remind you to think about being change every day. I want to remind you to keep your focus on spreading light, not darkness. To lead by example and to lead from within. To continue speaking truths and to ask the right questions every single day. We need student leaders. The work that you're doing is leaving behind a mission for someone else to continue to follow. Work hard, push through, don't give up. The work that you're doing matters. Let's move on to our word of the month and our mantra of the month. The word of the month is devotion. And the mantra of the month for the last month this year is I will realign my soul by redefining my goals. So devotion. When we talk about the word devotion, what are we specifically talking about this month? Well, we're talking about this sincere attachment that we can have to a cause and the profound dedication we feel with regard to such cause or such matters. So what does devotion look like? When I talk about being devoted to something, I'm talking about the time that you spend developing and investing in the things that are most important to you. And your active seeking of opportunities to learn and do more. So today we're going to explore this perspective of being devoted to your process. So what is the significance of being devoted to your process and what do I mean by that? Well, once we explore the ins and outs of how our brain functions, 
how we are wired, we can unlock endless potential. But first, you must address what works for you in order to produce growth. This is key in our understanding of how to be devoted to our process. When I talk about your process, it's just a word I'm using to describe how you get through the list of things that you get through in a day, in a week, in a month, whether these are things that you have to work on in your professional life or your personal life. We all have a process, a philosophy, a working philosophy and a working mechanical structure for how we get things done. And I'm suggesting that it's important to be devoted to our process because once we explore the ins and outs of how our brains work, we have an opportunity to really enhance the results that we create. Let's move on to thinking out loud. Every week with thinking out loud, my goal and my mission is to deliver the why and the how. I explain why something is significant and how to go about applying it and putting it into action. Why is it so important to be devoted to figuring out how your brain works and how you produce the most effective results? Well, first and foremost, it's imperative that you learn the ins and outs of how your brain functions best. No matter how old you are, you are responsible for a set of things each day, each week, each month, and each year in order to keep growing and developing. Take a moment to think about what those things might be for you on a regular basis. It's imperative that you learn the ins and outs of how your brain functions. This creates more growth. The second reason I'd say as to why you have to continue to be devoted to discovering your process and to enhancing your process is because the sooner you feel comfortable with your process, in terms of how you approach everyday tasks, whether they have to do with your personal life or social life or your school life or work life or your creative life, the sooner you find yourself maximizing your productivity. And we all want to be able to produce good results. Thirdly, the last reason as to why I believe that we should be focused on devoting ourselves to our process is because Mastering your process will lead you to a life full of achieved goals and accomplishments that you can own with your most authentic self. These are all things that we want. So let's talk about the how on the flip side, right? So let's go back to that first point. It's imperative that you learn the ins and outs of how your brain functions, right? That's the why. How do we focus on doing that? Well, I'd say... Encourage yourself to reflect on how you approach tasks at hand, whether they're big or small. Sit down. Take some time to think about that. Have you really found a way to sit down and study for those exams most effectively? Have you really found a way to effectively manage cleaning out your closet every time you say it's time to do it? Pick an example that is an obstacle that you're faced with, no matter how big or small, that you constantly have to think about how you approach, no matter when you do it or how old you are. It's something that you have to prepare and approach for. And encourage yourself to reflect on how you approach such tasks. This will help you get to know the ins and outs of how your brain functions best. What do you need to do to prepare yourself to face that task? How does your brain 
think about the task at hand and how do you decide what the most appropriate approach is going to be? Let's take a look at that second point again. I believe that you have to be devoted to your process because the sooner you feel comfortable with your process, the sooner you'll find yourself maximizing productivity. So how do we do this? Well, by setting yourself up for success every day with the things that you're setting out to accomplish. And you do this by continuing to do what works best for you in all the ways that it works best for you. And this is about knowing yourself, knowing what works for you. If you know you're someone that has to plan ahead, that has to make a list, always do that. Don't stray away from a part of your process that works for you in terms of being successful. If you know that you have to write things on a thousand post-its, do it. If it has to be written in your agenda book, do it. If you use an iCal or a smartphone calendar, do it. Do what works for you. If you pay too close attention to what other people around you are doing that works for them, you could find yourself putting on an act that isn't yours or doing something that doesn't work for you at all. And because of it, you may find or feel unnecessary obstacles being put in your way. So set yourself up for success by continuing to do things the way that works best for your brain. This will expedite you being able to maximize your productivity. And lastly, to that point of being able to master your process, the last reason I think that it's important to remain devoted to our process is because mastering your process will lead you to a life full of achieved goals and accomplishments that you can own with your most authentic self. So how do we do this? Do an assessment of accomplishments that you felt wonderful about and ask yourself, how did I make this happen for myself? And with any examples that you find that there might be some unpacking to do, make some notes of how you got that done. Once you have a process that truly works for you with regard to how you approach schoolwork, homework, exams, projects, deadlines, pitches, proposals, the whole thing, once you've got a process that works for you, you do want to master it. Because when you master your process and get it down to a science, achieving goals that you've set out to accomplish just becomes a part of your everyday life. And I'm not saying that to make it sound easy. I'm saying that to let you know that it's a cause and effect. One can lead to the other. If you decide that you are going to get to know yourself so well that you know what the perfect recipe for success is every single time, you will see success more than you see failure. And that's what we all want, isn't it? Your process is important. Your process is about how your brain works and how your brain, mind, and body work together to walk through the world and get things done. For me, and I'm sure this is a surprise to no one, I'm a planner. I know that about myself, and I know that I am most successful when I set out to accomplish something that has a strong plan. I know that I'm detail-oriented, and a huge part of my process sometimes can be pinning down the details. I know I'm a visual learner, so when it's time to begin tackling that big goal, I know that I'm going to want to see visualizations for how I've got to make that happen. So I make lists. 
So I write on post-it notes. So I journal. These things are all a part of my process. I love to keep an agenda book so that I know that I'm effectively managing my time. This has become a part of my process. All of these things help support me in being successful, no matter how big or small the task at hand is. You've got to figure out what works for you. And the easiest way to figure out what works for you is by encouraging yourself to reflect, assessing accomplishments you've already made, and setting yourself up for success. It's imperative that you learn the ins and outs of how your brain functions best. The sooner you feel comfortable with your process, the sooner you will find yourself maximizing your productivity. Mastering your process will lead you to a life full of achieved goals and accomplishments that you can own with your most authentic self because you've engineered every moment of that success. Let's move on to the challenge of the week. The Thinking Out Loud Challenge of the Week consists of a bulletless brainstorm that is focused on upcoming tasks. So you're going to start by taking 30 seconds to do a quick list of the things that you have to accomplish this week. And do what works for you here. Feel free to divide this list up into some different sections. Maybe you do personal and professional. Maybe you divide it up with school and work and home. Maybe you divide it up into friends and family and work. Whatever works for you. Create some spheres or categories and do a quick bullet brainstorm under each of those categories responding to the prompt of what are the things that you have to accomplish this week. They can be big things or small things. Your choice. These can also be very simple activities that are a part of your life every day. For example, walking a dog or going for a run. Whatever you want to put, put. Try to get a few things under each category. Give yourself about 30 seconds to do this. Write whatever is on the top of mind. And when you're finished with your list, we'll move on. So from here, pick one task to focus on at a time. Now you can repeat this process that we're about to go through for each and every one of these tasks as you see fit. But for now, pick one. And do a quick assessment. What is it going to require for you to set this task up? Sort of the pre-pre-preparations. What is it going to require for you to do or execute during this task? And what will be required for you to prepare or be ready for post the completion of this task? Think about that for a second. Figuring out what the pre, during, and post preparations look like for each task that you've written on your list gives you an opportunity to think about your process. Other questions you might want to consider. How do I know when I'm doing a fine job? What must take place for me to walk away feeling successful? And how do I turn this into muscle memory? How do you know when you're doing a fine job? What are the things that are going to tell you that things are working, that the process that you've created is working for you? 
This is something important to take note of with each task that you face, no matter how big or small, so that you know whether or not what you do is working for you. What must take place for you to walk away feeling successful? This question is important too, because the standards of excellence can vary between one person to another. So as we focus on you and your process, it makes sense that we have to think about what must take place within this strand of events in order for you to walk away feeling like you've accomplished what you set out to do? And lastly, how do you turn this into muscle memory? This one's key. Because the sooner that you figure out how to get into the groove of your process on a regular basis without having to do much prep, the more things start to feel like muscle memory. So that the third time you have to sit down in a semester and write a 20-page paper, you know how to do it because you're in a groove. So that the second time you're asked over the course of a six-week period to spend time choreographing an original piece of dance, you know what to do. So that the fifth time you're asked to lead a warm-up for your sports team, you know what to do. So that the second time somebody on your team at work drops the ball and you've got to stand in and give that pitch, you know what's going on and you know what to do. Muscle memory is real. Muscle memory is powerful. And although we talk about muscle memory as something that the body does, we should also always be talking about it as something that the mind can do. Some people might just call it routine. You become familiar, so you know it. It's your routine. But I do want to call it muscle memory because I love thinking about the brain as a muscle. I want you to feel great about turning the processes that you conduct on a regular basis into muscle memory. So that every time they reappear, you know what to do. Because when you know what to do, you're most likely to be successful. Transformation happens one day at a time, my loves. Happy holidays and welcome to the devotion series. That's the challenge of the week. Do some bullet list brainstorms and take a look at the upcoming tasks you've got before you, whether they're related to short-term goals or long-term goals. And spend time assessing each and every task that you have to accomplish this week that you want to assess. Use my questions as a guide and feel free to help someone else work on their bullet list brainstorm. Help someone else look at what they are set out to accomplish this week. Maybe give them some insight. We're all doing this together. We're all a work in progress. We're all figuring out the new ways that we can be devoted to ourselves. You only have one self. Your process matters, your journey matters, your dreams matter, and your legacy matters. That's what we're going to be talking about this month. I'm wishing you a productive week and a joyful spirit. Stay motivated, stay inspired, and keep your face tilted toward the sun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. 
Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. We're a podcast dedicated to focusing on your self-empowerment, your self-success, and your self-transformation. One Sunday at a time. Visit C's Lifestyle blog at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. Sundays with C is written and produced by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you're staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. This week, I will remind myself that I am a work in progress. This week, I will remind myself that my process belongs to me and is for me to use to create wonder. This week, I will remind myself that the projects that I am devoted to get to be my priority every single day. This week, I will remind myself that it is my job to be devoted to my whole self. This week, I will remind myself that I am to be devoted to my purpose here in our universe. Namaste. Namaste.